Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. episode of Bengals and Bruce. How are we doing, fellas? I am doing great. I I was literally just retweeting all our stuff on Twitter, and I put, I'm like, man, I got a great idea for the episode, Fantasy Football Friday, not even realizing that's what we actually fucking called it, but hey, we're, we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, Dale, you, uh, you got anything interesting you're drinking over there? Yeah, let's do that with our guest there. Listen, I'm ready to fucking go. Let's get him on here. Derek, how about this? Fucking tell tell everybody who we have. All right. The first guy we got coming up here, we'll do a big old drum roll. He works for the uh, (laughs) – he's got an awesome, awesome, wonderful podcast called – I. you can go ahead and pull him up so he can correct me on this. But I believe Andrew Hall – it's called Dynasty – is it – Dynasty fanatics or dynasty junkies, dynasty junkies, junkies. That's it. I I knew it had something to do with with uh, with fan, or dynasty football, but yeah, it's it's really interesting. I'm not a he's, Travis is enjoying guy. this. He's, he's back. This. Derek without well, notes is back. Travis, ah, uh, dude, you have no idea, but I set that up. Yeah, I go, I go. Derek's so stoked about this. Derek, why don't you talk? And he goes, man, you know what? So like, uh. So the guy that's coming here, um, he, uh, he's got a right. podcast. Uh, Derek, up Derek, here. The spot. Derek, intro our our other guest. Our other it's guest is – you know what? It's just Derek. <laughs> wow. What <laughs> an intro. What's up? What's up, gents? <laughs> oh, fuck. We're two minutes what's in up, and Derek's Eric? already gone. I love it. I'm What's I'm excited up, how, how because we're going to be talking fantasy football today, ladies and gentlemen, with yes, some fantastic guests. But before we get things started off, let's talk about what we're drinking. Oh yeah, you want me to go first? Here, I'll go first. What you got? Yeah, he's, he's over there snorting the snorting the thuds or whatever you want to call it. So, uh, Eric, if summer- you want to go first, and Andrew or Andrew, you go first. Yeah, I got this Brink. Summertime ale, it's a cream ale. But after this, I'm switching to this platform Kings Island beer. This 50th. Oh, there you go. Happy place. There you go. Like what? You know, it just feels right. I'm in my happy place. I'm with you guys. I'm more curious to find out about that first one you put up. That sounded delicious. It is actually. It's really good. It's a little. It's a little uh, bitter. Like a little interesting, but it's a summertime cream ale. Hold on. Hold on. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Make me big. There you go. With lime, wow. like it's a nice, refreshing cream summertime ale. beer. I'm a big fan. A cream ale. I don't think it's Cincinnati. This is Brink. Uh, okay. 
It's it's just definitely Ohio, but I don't know. It is Cincinnati. It is Cincinnati. My bad, Cincinnati. Okay. Look at it. Look at hey, it. Put some respect on her. Come on. That's right. That's how we roll. And again, I got the koozie. I'm I'm celebrating over here. Yeah. All right. Let's pop Eric, this here hey, and see what uh, he's drinking you, over there. I was gonna say, Eric, are you are you running with the uh, Margs pre-show again, or are you are you are you clean on this one? Hey, today, you know, fellas, you know, I've been cutting back from the beer, so I'm going a little bit of gin. Uh, some some 1908 indigo or 1905 indigo gin. Yeah. Um, it's got a got a real good color to it. It's actually 1908. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that's almost too sophisticated for this show. Yeah, that looks a little classy. I'm not sure I have fit <laughs> in here. <laughs> it's not mine. My wife picked it. You know, I'm just uh, taking advantage of it. You know, someone's got to use it. Absolutely. Travis, what you got over there? I saw you snorting your high life. Yep, it's a house rule. If you open it up and it foams, and it's gonna if it's gonna start to spill, you better uh, you better clean that up. And so, you know, I'm number one to disrespect the rules of a household, and that so happens to be mine. So, as you already <laughs> saw, you know, your boy's got the Miller High Life on his left, and he's got the Screwball on his right. I uh, drank my first beer since last weekend, yesterday on the show, and I was like, you know what? Why not drink for the second time on the show? But let's get a little crazier. I'm trying to pick. Uh, I'm trying to pick Evan McPherson first round, like I said last night. There you go. Turn up. Ooh, I like it. It's a ballsy move, but at the same time, if you win, how amazing is that going to feel? Like I took Evan McPherson in the first, and I still kicked your asses. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Seriously, such a baller it's a move. move. It's a move. It's one of the moves that nope. everybody was talking about. Tight end first pick, you know. But yeah. fuck, the, fuck, fuck that talk right now. Let's get these two beers out of the way. We got Miller Lite, and we've got what do you got? What, what IPA do you got? Wrong one. This, this one, is one. actually. I don't know if, if you want to. Oh pull God! That up you don't even know your it's, camera. Uh, Dream, I love Fifty Dream West. Pedal. That's a great beer. Great beer. Doom Pedal is a great beer. Shout, shout out Fifty West. Dream Pedal White Ale. Really, really good. I took one sip of this, and I'm like, I just started chugging. It was. It's. It's that good. Man, I'm an I love IPA guy. No IPAs. IPAs no, make IPA me today. I, I looked off really? hard because you know Fifty West, they there almost is no beer that they have that that's IPAs not IPAs make you sneeze. Yeah, we can get into this if you want. IP, I, I've done some testing. Let's be honest, I've done extensive <laughs> testing. Like I'm not kidding. Like thousands of beers, I've done a lot of testing, and IPAs make me sneeze more than any other beer. I, I used to work at a bar in Chicago in Wrigleyville. So like I definitely know how to drink. You know what I mean? Like I, I you, you live in Wrigleyville, you just figure it out. It's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I would drink uh, Guinnesses and IPAs make me sneeze for some reason. There's something in there that I'm allergic to, and it gets me all congested. So actually, right before this, I had an, like a, a pale ale. It's got me a little congested. So so if you hear me sniffling, it's because of that pale ale I had an hour ago. You know what I mean? Like it just it hits me all night. So I can't do IPAs, or I just gotta call it a night. You ever yeah. you ever look into that a little bit and see what's in That's there? Crazy. So kind of. So there is certain hops that I'm allergic to, is what the uh, allergist said. Now there's wow. there's there's a ton of tests that I can get done and like pay a ton of money to find out, but I'm not doing that. I'd rather spend the money on the beer. You know what I mean? Like I'll get sniffles yeah. and have the beer. Like I'm not going to pay money to know what beers make me sniffle. Like it's not worth it. So yeah, I, I, I just, there's certain hops that make me sneeze and make me congested that I'm allergic to. And it's just part of my life. It's part of my deal. Okay. Wow. Wonderful. That's, that's, that's that, that is the most interesting thing I heard all day. You know what's really <laughs> funny? Honestly. That sounds like our kind of guy, right? Like, why spend money to feel better when you can spend it on beer, right? I'm feeling better. You know what I mean? (laughs) Might as well have the beer if I'm going to spend the money. But no, I was actually, I was working at a bar in Wrigleyville, and my boss was, like, calling BS. He's like, there's no way. 
And I was like, I was off shift and I was like, no, no, pour me a beer, like free beer. You pick like you're, you're going to pay. You're going to pay for the beer to test this out. He pours me an IPA, sits it down. And I'm like, listen, by halfway through this beer, I will be sneezing and sniffling. He's like, yeah, but you can fake that. I'm like, you cannot fake a sneeze. Like you will tell if it's a fake sneeze. You know what I mean? Like I, I chew, like it's not the same thing. And so yeah, sure enough, within like out. when you feel yeah, that, like not, three though. sips, I was like sneezing and it was everywhere. I'm like this. I'm see, I'm not kidding. He's like that is the damnedest thing. Like I, he's worked in bars for 20 years and has never seen that. So Man, I'm an anomaly. I don't know what to tell you. Well, real wow. quick before we get into the heart of the show, uh, Travis, you wanna you wanna hit people with the with the promo here. Oh, a thing that maybe, hopefully, good Andrew can actually drink, but thought you know, getting a little sniffle snazzle. Uh, Bourbon Lord Meadery, guys, I got the bottle right here. It looks beautiful, and I devoured it. You want to know why I devoured it? Because this tasted so good. And you know what else tastes good? The rest of their meat. All right, they have a whole lineup, top to bottom, full of just dedicated to bands that are playing, that are doing really good in death metal. The man that uh, owns that business is a big death metal guy. So he makes collaborations. Yeah. The artwork is super sweet on the bottle. And the taste in the bottle is absolutely unreal. I tell everybody that, look, when you open this bottle, you're going to be like, wow, you got the nice little wax melt right here. Really nice design. Awesome. The appearance is great. You open it up. You smell it. What the hell is that? That smells like cheap wine. These guys ripped me off. <laughs> Wait a minute. Give it a second. Take a sip of it. Just take one sip. I tell you, every time I, t- I smell it, I go, Cheap wine. All right. And I take a sip and I go, what the hell are they putting these things? Because it's so good. And you know what? Here at Bengals and Brews, we want you to have the same exact feeling. We want you to have that same exact power. So, Derek, we had a conversation and we decided to make an agreement. We're going to give you 15% off. 15% off that we decided we're going to let you get alcohol at a discount at BrimminghornMeadery.com. You can get alcohol at a discount. You can't go to your local Kroger for that. Can't go to your local gas station and say, hey, bang on brew 15% off. But where can you get it? At BrimmingHornMeadery.com. And you can get them bottles at a discount. Use the promo code BANGLEBREW for 15% off. Well, I'm glad you brought this up early because I wanted to ask you. I wanted to buy some, but I didn't know what was the good stuff. Oh, I got you. I got you right here. Let me know what to buy. What am I looking at? What am I going for? Excuse me. Excuse me. One second. I just actually had to uh, inform somebody through the bottles that were already on the website because they go through them fairly fast. A lot of people buy it, you know, and it's a limited variety. They get it sold out. Then they have to, you know, get something new. And I've never seen a duplicate. It's crazy. I've seen a lot of the ingredients on it, and I've seen a lot of different mixtures and such. I'm like, that's awesome. But this guy right here hit me up on the other podcast because the other podcast is also sponsored. Boogered up if nobody knows. Uh, and it had he asked me, oh, what meat he wanted to try. I recommended the Wolves of the Ironwood. And that one. Love that one. Pork, you, you had that one? I had that. I've had, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. And it's like it's 793. Ah, okay. Well, and there's no, I'm not kidding. I'm on their website now. I'm, I'm shopping right now. I'm going to make this purchase live on the podcast. I'm going to do it. That's what I wanted to make sure. Because I got to support well, these guys, you, but I never knew what to buy. I'm like, I, you got to help you, me are out. You 20, are you 21 or older? I mean, my gray hair says yes. Let's just put it that way. Like, I, you know, well, I, mean, I, I mean, I got to ask, got to ask. I appreciate and that. Also, yes, I am over 21. Bottle, it is a two bottle minimum. Exactly. Shipment. So I'm gonna buy the party like it's 793. What's the other one I need to buy? Because I don't see that wolves on here. So that wolves isn't on. It's currently on the buying me. Oh, wolves got taken off. We gotta it got get on sold the out. Which is what I'm saying. I'm nervous because I don't know what to do here. And I've, I'm I've had a couple of needs. Honestly, I've, 
honestly, you can either A, take the words that we're going to give you right now and go about it, or you can look at it, look at the ingredients well, yourself, and you can dabble. Well, here's what I'm thinking. There's one that's called Orange Blossom. It just feels like it's speaking to me on bangles. You know what I mean? Like bangles yeah, orange. Like, come on. Like, that just feels there right. Was, there was one, and I was I was trying to pull up the website, <laughs> but um, I'm not able to right now. But there's one that I had the other day. If you like Blackberry, they have a Blackberry one. Um, it, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Huge fan of Blackberry, but again, I trust anything that's alcohol. So, you know, it's never going to be, even an IPA <laughs> at this point. I don't care. I'll sniffle. But like the just the orange, just I'm saying this orange blossom is speaking to me. You know what I mean? Like it just feels right. Yeah. Sniffle. I don't think so, I'll sniffle for meat. I'm just saying, even if it was gonna make me sniffle, I'd still support the brand. Like I, I am fully on board for this, and I want that 15 percent off. That's a great deal. That is a great deal. Is it wine or liquor? It's it's it's, uh, uh, it's actually mead. It's a honey wine, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've had. I'm not, I've had I'm not hitting that honestly. I'm not hitting. But I'll buy some today. Dude, I had mead, like it was one of the first couple episodes of the Boogered Up. My buddy made it at home. I had no idea what mead was, and he informed me on what it was. I had the bottles of that. I bought five bottles off of him immediately. I was like, this is delicious. And then ran into uh, Brimminghorn with the King of the North at the end of the season. I'm like, oh, I like mead. I'm going to buy this. I bought the bottles, two bottles, uh, when Cap put it out at very first. Holy mm. shit, it was so good. And I was like, dude, this is unreal. I was like, this – this needs to be bought. And so I went and I got a couple more and he's like, Hey, you like it. And I was like, Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. Okay. There's this one right here. Um, or so narrow is, is the blackberry one. Yeah. I didn't see that one on there either. See, yeah. Like part of why I wanted to do it live. Like, let me, let me, you guys hook me up with what's good. Cause I don't know what's good and everything's well, changing. I can't. We're telling you the great ones because they're the ones that because are because they're gone. Not, yeah, they're <laughs> gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get on right, right now. now. My connection is so poor at the second. Look, when I get off of here, send me the link. I'm gonna buy some random two random ones, and we'll you know, I'm gonna give it a shot for sure. And I'll oh, use that uh, promo code too. I definitely need the 15% off. And yeah, what's that Absolutely. promo code again? Let me just for the our audience, not for me. What's that promo code on Bangle Brew right here. We'll throw it back up here so I can scroll around here. Bangle Brew, no S B E N G A L B R E W. And I, I, I can attest that that does work. I am uh, I'm currently checking out. That is a correct code. That is they're not school, they're not screwing around here, boys. This is legit. <laughs> Orange blossom. That bottle looks that bottle looks yeah. good. I'm saying I'm interested. I'm interested. Well, we on there still. Yeah. Okay. I want the King of the North though. Is that still on there? It is not. The King of the North was. was, Yeah, it was one that was gone. Was that like a four hundred dollar bottle? Because I some of those bottles are expensive. I've seen them. I think. Right? No, no, no. no, This this, you're probably looking at the fancier bottles that came from like the whiskey ones that everybody was making. These actually, this one Uh, was okay. Okay. 30 bucks, something like that, a bottle. Really? It was okay. good. Uh, this one right here is actually really intriguing. It's the, I'm not going to try and pronounce that, but this bottle right here with the gold cap Cetheria? on it. Yeah, I looked at that one. Yeah, yeah. I've got that one. Um, that one is, is saved for a special occasion when when the uh, the Birminghorn guys come on the show. Nice, that nice, nice. Pop up. Well, they're on next week, right? Isn't it? Isn't it next week to promo yep. a future show here, right? Yep, next Saturday. I feel like we're we're the, the Pick Six podcast right now. We're 15 minutes in and we haven't even talked about shit yet. Well, again, here, here officially, it's ordered. Buying alcohol. I'm buying alcohol. It's happening. It's done. Official. 
Official. Oh, That's ordered. Right it's here. on the way. I can't wait. So yeah, I'm glad we got that done early. So I don't have to, I don't want to drunk by it. I just want to be smart. Andrew, you're making me look bad, man. I'm gonna have to get on no, no, no. right now. No, no, no. Eric, take your time. This was my plan the whole time. I'm like, I want to come on this thing. When they mention the promo code, I'm buying it because I just want to make sure we support the brand and I love you guys and I love brimming mead, brimming horn oh, mead, sorry. And I want to make sure I get some, but I didn't want to do it without like I gotta do it live. Like, why not? Let's just do it live. I love that. So everybody yeah. else out there listening, like, buy it live. You'll love it. Yeah, it's like trying to do a dynasty trade when you're live, you know. You, you just gotta make it happen Ooh. no matter what, right? Great pivot. Great pivot. Exactly. I love so it. we're gonna talk <laughs> fantasy football here. Yes. And uh who better to talk with than than Eric and Andrew? Um this year we're we're doing the uh the charity fantasy league, we're doing the best ball draft, so it's not really it's not dynasty, but Still great knowledge from these guys, and uh, I wanted to get into it a little bit. Let's start with a little, start with some softballs. Let's let's talk about some rankings for uh, for our Bengals players and, and your thoughts on their their current ADP. Eric, you go first. I, I feel like I took over that last segment. This one's all you. <laughs> yeah. So um, when it when it comes to a, a lot of the rankings for uh, for the Bengals, I'll start with the the two highest players right now who are probably in that tier two, probably in that six to 12 range, uh, Jamar Chase and, and Joe Mixon. Um, two players that, in, in my opinion, I think Joe Mixon, I think a lot of people are thinking right now he's probably in for a big year with this improved offensive line, provided he can stay healthy. And uh, we know the chemistry between Jamar Chase and T Higgins, right? We know the chemistry there. We know he's going to get pro- – I mean, last year the target share, maybe – I don't know if it, he didn't get the majority of the targets, but uh, Jamar Chase to Joe Burrow is a special connection, and it's only going to get better, right? And and honestly, Jamar Chase is probably in that tier two, six to 12, but there's a chance he could sneak into five. There's a chance, uh, depending on who's drafting. If you're in an all-Bengals league, yeah, I mean, there's a chance that people are going to get overdrafted for sure, Right. Um, T Higgins, that's a guy you're going to be able to get later in the draft. I don't know exactly where T is ranking uh, right now. Andrew can probably speak to a little bit more than that. But uh, T Higgins is a guy, again, uh, he's going to get volume. He's going to have production provided he can stay healthy. And even though T Higgins, he may not go as low as he did last season, uh, you still can get a pretty good deal on T Higgins in a PPR league, in a dynasty league, wherever you're looking at, honestly, because people might overlook T Higgins to start and circle back around the wagon. Um, so those are three Bengals players that I have my eye on. I don't want to take all the guys, uh, so I'll let I'll let Andrew go. Um, but there's a couple more to be talked about for sure. Well, I, I'll, I'll jump on this and say, you know, as the fantasy pros representative, I got to use fantasy pros, and they got ADP consensus on their website, right? You can go and look this up. And you hit the nail on the head, Eric. Chase, nine overall ADP. Right. And in a Bengals league, you're exactly right. He may be going 101 in Cincinnati. You know what I mean? We, we don't mind here. We don't mind reaching. I want my boy. Like I'm in a keeper league with a bunch of other Cincinnati guys. And we don't know our draft slot until, you know, a couple of weeks before the draft, which we don't know yet. But I would not be shocked if I get 101. I'm like, you know what? Just give me my boy, Chase. I don't want to mess around. Like just I don't mind reaching. I just want to if I'm going to go to battle, I want to go to battle with my boys. Right. And Chase is that guy I'm targeting in every first round. Uh, Higgins is going at 33 overall, which is just at the end of the third, which is a pretty high ADP. He was in the fourth, fifth round. His ADP is rising, and I think a lot of people respect the name T. Higgins. They're like, no, no, he's he's legit. He's going to be a guy to worry about. Um, on the running back side, you were hitting the nail on the head with Mixon. I think Mixon is one of those guys that 
I am I am fine taking him in the first. His ADP is 11, but I think there are a lot of people that have question marks with his injury history and other things, and that offense passes a lot. Can Mixon really be that guy? But if you've got Chase at 9, Mixon at, at 11, and Higgins at 33, I mean, that's your first three rounds. you got three Bengals. This is like the time to be a Bengals fan right now. This mm-hmm. is exciting. I love it. So for fantasy, it's like I just give me one of those three, and I'm happy. I really don't care, but I really want Chase. I'll be honest. I really want Chase. Yeah, I had, I had an opportunity for Mixon when that. I will, I will say one more. I will say one more thing to add on to that. A guy that no one's really talking about, like in, in my opinion, that I've been kind of keeping an eye on. I'm not sure how camp's going to go because that's going to tell you a lot too when you see those reports in camp. Hayden Hurst is a guy I would 100 oh, yeah. keep an eye on. He's going to be there late. You might be able to get him like two rounds at the end of the draft and Dude, tight ends again. We, I'm sorry to cut you off. We did a mock right, go ahead, brother. three, and I, I think it was like, like 10, 11. I picked up Hurst at the deep depths of it after I already had Knox up above. I was like, oh, my God, my tight ends are elite right now. Yeah. Hey, can people in the chat see that? Because I can't see that worth a shit on my computer. But It's, I can... it's a little tricky, but I will say this. Hurst is, is 177, it looks like, on here, right? That's, that's late. That's 11th tricky. round. It's eleventh round, right? So, like, if you're if you're looking at this, like, you can easily get you can easily get Hurst that late. I completely agree. And you know what else? Someone else that I really like is Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd is going to have a big year this year, anyway, because that offense is going to throw so many places and there's so many targets. Hurst and Boyd are going to feast. Those are both Mm -hmm. terrific bench targets. Like when you're after you got your lineup and your eight, your nine, whatever picks, those are guys I'm targeting in every draft. Bengals are not like just those are guys that are going to eat. They're going to get their numbers, and I love those for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there just I, kicked himself out because he was freezing. Yeah, he, <laughs> he tried to put up one graphic and he gone. Yeah, he gone. one graphic and he was freezing up there. I think I think when it comes to like PFF and like when it comes to the the big uh, big uh, wide receivers for your your team as a whole, I kind of go with. I'm trying to fucking remember his name. That's why I'm jotting around. Denver's wide receiver, Jerry Judy, Sutton. Jerry? Sutton. Yeah. No, Portland not Judy. Who is what? Portland who's Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. He's Patrick's not a good somebody that's going to crush and be amazing and be that home run guy, but he will consistently mm-hmm. give you nine, ten, eleven points every week that you will not be disappointed. I stuck with him and wrote him out some of the times on the weeks that I didn't think the other guys were going to do as well, and it, it worked out real well for me. It's like he. It's great to see that our number three on our team is a very consistent big dog dude that can hold those points. And then you also have Chase who blew people away in games last year on fantasy where he had like 45, 50 points. Oh, just, so yeah. for yeah. fantasy, let's talk. I know, I know Eric knows this as a fantasy fan. You guys probably do too. J- Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, anybody that had that stack advanced in that round, like whatever that was yeah. in like week 16, week 15, whatever that was. That, that everybody advanced. If you had them, it was amazing. I had them on one team and I was just like, oh, this game's over. Like, you know, I already I was, advanced. Like, four I, touchdowns. I had crazy, Burrow you know? and I was facing Chase. So I was like, oh, fuck. I had Burrow and Chase stacked, but I also had Justin Herbert. So, Ooh. like, I, I was kind of like in limbo. But I'll tell you what, Jamar Chase did single handedly, in my opinion, help me win my big money league. Yep. So uh, I was happy with the dividends he paid off there. For sure. Yeah, my, mine was Burrow. Day, I, I can't believe I could give Burrow that credit. But like at the end of that, I was like, yo, Burrow was a very clutch quarterback for me, for sure. Yeah. 
Well, and so let's talk about this for a second, right? We haven't talked about Joe Burrow, and obviously he's going to be somebody that people are targeting in QBs, but like in Superflex leagues, he's going in the first round. And Superflex is where you can start two quarterbacks, right? Yeah, Just to clarify, because right. that's a little bit, I wouldn't say advanced, but it's its kind of an up-and-coming kind of uh, such format. Such a nice still. way to... God, it's such a good way to play football. I love I love Superflex because the quarterbacks actually matter. You know what I mean? Like as they should, Big right? Time. And and you got you got guys like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, all those guys going in the early rounds, Josh Allen, of course. Like that's where it should be. Like I should worry about that. And in one QB leagues, you just don't have to as much because there's like 15 to 20 you can start. And Superflex, if there's only 15 to 20 and you can start two, you kind of have to care a little more. So oh, it makes yeah. it a lot more exciting. But Joe Burrow, let's be honest. Like Joe Burrow is one of those guys that I love playing Joe Burrow. Like, I love his, his, his one of those guys, just he's got that swagger. You know what I mean? Like, come on, number nine right here. And I'm that. wearing the white because tonight, today was a white helmet release. I'm like, I got to wear my white stripes. You know what I mean? Like, represent. Uh, so it's like, you know, Joe Burrow in Superflex leagues. I love when I can get Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in his Superflex, like in the one, two in a startup, or if I can trade for him or something. Like, I got one league where it's awesome, and I'm like, I'm not trading. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to trade anybody. So, yeah, that's the way I like to play. Yeah. This guy, this guy, Andrew, is a professional. Okay, I'm sorry, guys, but I had to say it. No, he, he is. With, he came on with the white jersey. Not only did he have the white jersey, he ordered on the show. This guy's a professional, guys. I, yeah. I am for the brand. I'm literally, I am for the brand. Cheers. That's, you know what I'm saying? Who? This guy. This guy. I love it. I love this it. What I'm talking about. Derek, you can come back oh, on, Derek. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hey, okay. listen. I knew the moment I started trying to share screens, my internet was going to be like, you're a fucking idiot, and just stop. <laughs> hey, at least it's not crickets, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, Andrew, I mean, you're um, the one thing you're part of, the Fantasy Pros, has like 370,000 freaking Twitter followers. Like, that's yeah. insane. How long yeah, has Fantasy Pros been around? Fantasy Pro has been around a long time. So I remember I've been playing fantasy for, God, feels like 20 years now, maybe longer. I don't know, a long time. And Fantasy Pros is one of the first places I went to because they're they're the site that I like the most because it combines every other site together. And my, my personal thing is, like, I don't want to just trust one person's rankings. I don't just want to go to, like, ESPN and be like, here's the rankings, and I trust Mike Clay, and that's it, right? Like, if I'm on a draft on Yahoo and I'm taking my ESPN rankings, it's like, well, how can I how can I negotiate this? How can I, like, exploit some of this, right? So I started using Fantasy Pros a long time ago because they got their ECR expert consensus rankings, and then they got ADP consensus as well. So they can kind of combine numbers together and give you, like, a flatter, more, more leveled-out number. And that's what I like about them as a site, for sure. Well, how, how long have you been part of it? So I've been writing for them for just over a year. It's been a year and a half or so now. Yeah, I started last offseason. And uh, doing Dynasty content for them. And Dynasty is, is, a, is a whole different beast. We can go down that rabbit hole. But fantasy football as a normal thing is a usual redraft league, as we call it, where you start a league every year with your buddies. Yeah. You draft the players. You have a good day with the draft. I've got a keeper league that I draft every year. It's phenomenal. We always try to do it in person. Obviously, COVID kind of wrecked some of that for a while. But now we're back to in person with at least like eight of the 12 of us in the same room, talking trash, throwing stuff at each other. It's phenomenal. Um, but in Dynasty leagues, what you do is you take that draft and then you keep it forever. So in theory, you have that player on your on your roster for forever. You know what I mean? Put, put in a good word for our friend Joe. Who day, Who day Joe? Joe? All right, tweet me, Joe. I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll pull some strings. I don't know. You got to have some content. But the, no, the, here's Joe's the a, <laughs> Joe's a good dude. He created our original logo. Like I mean, oh, phenomenal. Yeah, he's oh, what uh, you got on the can right through, there. Through yeah, I was gonna say this one, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's a good logo. So what I'm saying, though, is with Fantasy Pros, it helped me because it was kind of like a meta, like a little bit outside what everybody was doing, and it combined everybody together. 
made it easier for me to digest. And so I've been a fan of them for a long time. I started writing uh, geez, four years ago for Pro Football Network. I wrote for them for a couple of years. And then after that season ended, last offseason was kind of coming around. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to write for them. And they didn't need a lot of offseason. So I applied to Fantasy Pros and got in. And I was like, all right, well, that's what we're doing. So I do about I only do about four or five articles for them a month. Um, but it mostly dynasty. I try to focus on that. Now we're getting into redraft season. So of course that content tends to go that direction. But I, ever since I got into dynasty, it's just, it's, that's where I want to live. Like that is so much more fun. There's nothing better than sending a trade offer in March and getting it accepted. You know what I mean? Like I can play fantasy football year round. I have these players on my roster forever. So like I can trade a player for a draft pick or vice versa in March before anything happens, nothing's going on. And I'm like, I'm bored. Let me send a trade. And I just, I'm a trade addict. I'm a dynasty junkie. That's the brand. That's where I'm at. It makes perfect sense. So yeah. But anybody who wants to get into more deep into like fantasy and feel like they're, they're the best player in their home fantasy league, try dynasty. It's, it's very humbling at first because you're like, I don't know anything. (laughs) And I thought I knew stuff, but I am making bad decisions. And I've been in dynasty for five years now and I love it. Never going back. You mean just just a dynasty league? Is that what you mean? Well, so as of right now, I'm in like 15 dynasty leagues. Like I just can't stop. Wow. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recommend ready. that. I don't recommend that, but it does help make me money, which I'll be honest. That is kind of nice. Um, Dude, but I at was least in it, five last year and I thought I was going to fucking lose my mind. See, I've been there and I, I was at nine at one point. I was like, I'm never going to add, this is too many. And then I went to like 12 last year and now I'm at 16 and I'm like, Meh. after a point, it just becomes all like, it's just, it's easier than you think. I'll put it that way. God bless. Sorry That's for crazy. that. In the middle of you talking though, too. Derek just ex- excluded. Yeah, I know he just Derek. ducked out again. And, I love and it. Dale, Dale's eyes go. No, he's sending us messages. He's sending us messages. He's like, send me a link, Derek. I sent it to the group chat. <laughs> I, I, I saw Travis dying over there, man. I thought you were gonna break out laughing. I almost dude, thought like, I was about to explode. <laughs> Dale goes. Dale just looks at him and goes, dude, what the fuck is happening? No, why is it? Why is it always me? It's like, oh, I gotta start uh, like automatically figuring out. I was gonna play it all cool until I saw your face. You went, what the fuck? And I was like, oh Ugh. shit, no. All right, but Eric, we talked about receivers yes. a little bit for the Bengals. Uh, how about running backs? I mean, in general, we can kind of give your top ten. I thought the Madden ratings, you know, was pretty Ooh. solid for that one. We can bitch about a lot of other things with Madden ratings. Yeah. But uh, Joe Mixon, you know, Bengals specific, but also just running backs in general. What are your thoughts? I'm about to cook Madden this weekend, first of all. I got Please. some. I got some Ready. for the Madden do developer. I got some cooking up. You know what I'm saying, but uh, from a running back perspective, I want to I see. If, I want to see how, what we can push on this. What's a little tease? What's a little taste? What you got cooking up over there? Can I get a little finger in the pot? Oh, man, I, I'm just gonna go through the history, look at a couple ratings, man, and just I'm gonna expose the bias that exists within EA. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I just want to talk about it. You know, the Odell, the Odell Beckham after one year, what he got his second year is is crazy compared to the disrespect to Chase. Chase does something that's no rookie one. has ever that's done. That's a tease, I'm sure. I know, I know there's an extra game, but like Chase does something no one's ever done, and Madden's like, eh, 87. They're like, oh, yeah, that was what? great. You, you just broke a couple records, but uh, don't worry about it. We're, we're gonna make Is it, it out of 90 this year? Like, I, that's I, Honestly, that was my first thought. Did they lower it to be out of 90? Like, what are they, what are they doing here? Like, that makes oh, no last, sense to me. Uh, last, looking last forward to be getting game. better. Like, come on, All right, back, back to the running yeah. backs. Back to the All running backs. Sorry, we got off the track. That was my So, quick, quick. From the right, feel free to jump into Andrew, man. Um, as we all know, right, when it comes to fantasy football, depending on what kind of league you're in, PPR, Dynasty, 
Um, to me, I always kind of built my team around running backs. Um, I think this season, I think, look, I think Derrick Henry will be overdrafted. I'm not sure how, how good he's going to be this season. Derrick Henry has been a stable back for the last two seasons, but um, I just feel like that offense is going to be so one-dimensional. He's not going to be able to have the success that he's had in years past. Um, but I got Jonathan Taylor, number one. Um, and then I got Dalvin Cook and then Austin Eckler. So uh, those are my top three backs. Joe Mixon creeping in there for around five. I know they got Christian McCaffrey at three right now, but we all know the story with Christian McCaffrey. Everybody drafts him every single season and every year you're pissed off week six or week seven talking about he's not playing again, you know? So um, I'd say beware of Christian McCaffrey. Anything you guys want me to touch on specifically with running backs? Cause um, from one to well, 10, I think you kind of, I think they're all, I wouldn't say they're equal, because I think Jonathan – the thing about Jonathan Taylor, too, I don't know if you guys know about this. I was, I've was i been listening to a couple podcasts, and I was listening to this guy in the spaces the other day, a fantasy expert, and he was talking about the cur- – I think it's th- the curse of 370. Mm. I don't know if mm. anybody knows about the curse of 370, yep. right? I've heard about it. Yeah, you get 370 mm-hmm. touches, right? It carries. Yeah. Is it carries only? Yeah, I think it's carries. I think it's carries, yeah. 370 carries the year before, the following year they get hurt. One guy that we oh, know, Larry Taylor. Got that juju on me, Eric. Hey Don't man, I'm not trying. Got juju on me. Hey, I'm not trying to put no bad juju out in the air. I just want you guys to be. He want to me money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Jonathan Taylor had a money too. last season, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't draft him in your leagues because if he balls out, you're gonna hate me. Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to stop. You it's know just something. Hey, he's just telling you something to be aware of. Happy you to the Mark Murray and happy to Christian McCaffrey. I'm just saying, look out. You know, you know what's funny? I played in fantasy. This is my third year. Serious fantasy, right? First Ooh, year. I got big timer. Three whole years. I got the privilege <laughs> to pick number one. No, this, hey, I didn't say that as a brag. I said this is my third year. <laughs> my first year, I had the privilege of going 1-1. And I picked McCaffrey. And I go, all right. And he got injured. And I go, damn, okay, that's fine. <laughs> it hurt my heart. I go, first year, what the hell? Second year, I get one, oh, two. I go, ah, oh, damn, McCaffrey's going to go. McCaffrey oh, doesn't God. go. I go, oh, I go, no. I fucking do it. Oh, no. I let oh, no. down to 30 seconds on a three-minute clock, and I pick McCaffrey. Oh. But uh, oh, no. to go back to narrow down. I'm sorry, Travis. I'm sorry. To narrow down the running backs for for Eric and Andrew both. Joe Mixon with the revitalized line. How much do you think that could boost his numbers in fantasy? Was something I would like you guys both. Well, to yeah, I'll, I'll jump in here. I think Mixon is actually in for a good year. I really do think Mixon is going to be one of those players that we look on at the end of the season and just go, man, that was that was a killer year. There are a lot of people that get nervous about him because of all of the passing or. You know, the, the different inconsistencies with his game and the injuries and all this. I think Mixon is in line for a top three season. I completely think it's possible. And, and a lot of times I talk about this a lot in Dynasty Junkies. We always talk about player valuations and all of that, too, because it's a, it's a yearly game. So you kind of have to just play the values when there's no points. Um, but at the same time, the, you, you want to have somebody that has a high floor and a high ceiling in the first round. Right. You want someone that's not going to lose you weeks. Now, injuries are going to happen. Right. And. I see Travis is taking a break. He had to go schwitz or something to like get it out of his system just to be like, I got to relax. But see, drafting CMC two years in a row has got to hurt. I'll be honest. Like that's yeah. got to hurt. Like that does not happen that very often. Like the, the top running back gets hurt two years in a row. 
and is still in the top five conversation. Like he's still that good player. Um, yeah, his what what was his uh, his points per game was was ridiculous. Well, sure, he, he didn't play I that mean, many games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was still averaging like every every yeah. even when, when he played. He played. Yeah, yeah, when he played, he was amazing. Yeah. And and the and, thing I want to you're actually hitting on something very smart there, Derek. It's like this is where it gets to be interesting too because you don't want to have somebody that you're questioning starting with your first couple of rounds, right? Yeah. You want to have someone you can lock and load. If McCaffrey's healthy, you're playing him. There's never yeah. been a doubt about that. If he's if he's healthy, if he's in, you're playing him. The things I don't like is when you have someone like Ezekiel Elliott or David Montgomery or like some of these guys that are kind of in that second, third, fourth tier where it's like I have to start them, but I'm not. I don't feel confident that they're going to like they could score four points. You oh, know what I mean? Man. Like it's not that yeah. I'd rather you know he's in and he's going to dominate like McCaffrey than honestly than have someone like Zeke who's going to play every game, but he might get eight points some games. You know what I mean? The like, year. I, the year uh, Juju Smith-Schuster took that that nosedive, I had him in a hmm. league, and and I'm like, I just you couldn't take him out because he had exactly. such an amazing season the the prior year, and you're just sitting there like, and he's just rotten up on literally in your starting lineup each and every week. It's just it. it well, that's kind killer. of what I'm getting at, right? Like, there's 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 some value, especially in lineup versus best ball, and we I want to get mm-hmm. into this because you mentioned this lineups. When you have to set lineups, that what you want are players that you don't have to question your your decision, right? You want to put someone in that lineup every week that you're like, I feel confident starting Christian McCaffrey because he's not hurt, right? Like, yeah, right. it sucks if he's hurt, but if he's hurt, he's not even a question. He's out. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to worry about it. That's actually a yeah. nice thing. It's a bonus there. Um, with best ball, and and I think there is some value in best ball as a difference because when when it comes to best ball, you don't have to make any decisions. You can take those flyers on the David Montgomery's, Ezekiel Elliott's, whatever, and be like, if they don't score enough points to make my lineup, it doesn't matter. They're not in it. I'm getting my best lineup. So it's like you can take a little bit more risk. You can kind of reach a little bit more on players. But when you're setting lineups, I want to be confident in my lineup on Sunday morning. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I think you guys would probably agree with this. I, I know for the most part. All of us go to Bengals games. I'm down there, you know, at Paul Brown Stadium as much as I can be. I got my season tickets in 158 represent. But it's like the signal doesn't get that strong down there. And there yeah. are definitely times where I'm like, I have to make a decision on J.K. Dobbins this week. Do I start him or not? I'm going to start him because it's like 930 and I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's the best I can do. So I'd much rather be confident in that lineup. That's really what it comes down to, right? It's like I just want to make sure I'm doing the right thing. With best ball, all of that goes out the window. And it's a whole different battle because now you're just like – Give me the upside. Give me the players with the most yep. potential to score. Because if they're hurt or they don't score, I'm not starting them anyway. I don't have to make that decision. So it's a exactly. very different kind of world. That's the and best the- way I feel like you can play fantasy. I, I like I'm a young person in fantasy, but I've I had so much fun just in the draft because it's mm-hmm. a keeper league that I was in. I got into last year. That's the league I end up winning. Is like I realized, you know, round twelve, whatever round we're going, we're at the end of it all, and that is almost as important, if not more important. Then round one, when you are down there, because those are your guys that can hit grand slams that you don't care necessarily that you picked up. Well, you have to do your research on these people that could be uprising people that could really show. And they're like, oh, there's three games where they got the points. Nobody would start them if they had if they were in a regular roster. But yeah, that's yeah. three weeks he's up there starting over Gronk, and you're like, oh, Gronk is down there. I can have trade value for Gronk right now, and well, people don't even know it. And to piggyback on that, there's nothing worse than like a Will Fuller is a prime example of this. Will Fuller is one of those players yeah. that I, I never started, but he blew up on my bench three times. And I'm like, God, son of And then I would start him and he'd put up eight, like three points, eight catches for, for 23 it. yards. I You're like, it. what? So it's like yeah. I, in best ball, though, it's like, no, no, shoot for the moon, right? Like, just yeah. give me all the upside. Give me whatever spike weeks we can get. I don't care what the floor is because the floors get washed away. I love best ball. 
I do, so, I do, I do want to tell you where I went though, because you mentioned that I had to go and I had to, you know, <laughs> calm down. She spit his beer out. I almost. I took a video of myself on Snapchat the night it happened. And just the reflections, I knew one day I'd come back to this video. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's pop here it up. Go. Let's pop it up. And so here's the 12 seconds of my reaction. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm doing fine. <laughs> Second fucking year. Christian McCaffrey's injured. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is perfect. That is perfect. Hey, you know what, Travis? And like like Andrew said, it doesn't oh happen very often. But I will say I sort of feel your pain on that because oh, the first year Chris, the first year CMC got drafted, my wife and I are in, in this fantasy league at work together. She had the one on one pick. She was just kind of starting to get into fantasy football and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> take CMC without a doubt. That's a that's an auto pick. Oh right? no! And I then last year, I had the one hundred one pick, and I'm like, you know what? Last year was a fluke, so I'm going to take him this year. <laughs> How painful so, is it to hear that? Oh, like, I felt. And the worst done. part was, is it was what was it last year or the year before? I told her to draft him. I told her to draft like Gronk, who didn't do anything that year, and it was just it, oh, it was terrible. Sometimes, ah, oh, sometimes too funny. Go ahead, brother. It, it sucks worse for CMC because when he was playing, he was yeah. un, undeniably yeah. still yeah. one of the best. Yeah. And so you were you had a pleasure in having <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I love it. That was good. That was good, Dale. You caught <laughs> That was a good Oh one, gosh. Yeah. But uh um... well, but mine was right, though. Undeniably, you wanted to keep him on your bench, even if he's injured for six weeks, because those two weeks, yeah. you can potentially come back in playoffs. Well, you want to put him on. So here, here's where I want to go with this. And this is, I think, you're bringing up a very good topic in fantasy. And, yeah, hold and on, I, hold on, hold on. Andrew, I'm going to cut you off real quick. Yeah. I cut Eric off, and I have to I, – yeah. I Eric, go ahead. No, go ahead, it's, all, it, it's all good, because I know Andrew is going to make a good point. But I was going to say, man, another tip – because this is one of the major tips I always use from week to week, and especially in the beginning of fantasy before the draft, right? Get the <laughs> phone out, record this, Snapchat it to your I friends. I look at the depth chart. I try to look at, stay on top of the depth charts, especially in the beginning of the season, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, when you look at the Lions, you may not know all the players in the roster, but, like, oh, this guy's receiver one for the – you want to look at the, the number one receivers on each team, right? So you're getting that volume – getting that target share you're getting you know if anybody didn't pay attention last year number one on lions I'm on the crucial pickup in playoffs crucial he helped me crucial. win 150 percent yeah crucial dude so like you can't point. predict that's injuries great point. great point. dude you can't predict injuries but depth and fantasy is like it's the key honestly depth is key well, and I'll piggyback on that. That is exactly right. But again, it, it all comes down to know your rules, know your settings. Like that thing we always talk about, like if your league is a lineup league, you have to ask yourself this question. Am I going to be okay starting someone that gets a zero or am I going to be like more okay starting someone or not starting someone, putting someone on my bench who goes up for 30? Like that's mm-hmm. really what you have to, those are both terrible, terrible things 
right? Like, which would you rather? I'd rather someone blow up on my bench, right? I'd rather draft someone as a depth piece that is going to blow up on my bench than to put someone in my lineup that gets me zero because the lineups are all the matter, right? Like, let's yeah. be honest, that's just where my head's at. But there are people out there that are like, I'd rather start someone and get a zero because if I blow, if someone blows up on my bench, I made the wrong decision. I can't live that down. That's where you have to make a decision as a fantasy manager. And like, what do you hate more? Right. And I think that's where best ball takes that out of it. Right. Best ball says, we don't need to worry about this anymore. There's no starting lineups. There's not. So it's like, it's almost like you get like a, like a hall pass. It's like, you get a hall pass in fantasy. Be like, I'm going to take every risk I can take. I'm going to take all the players I like. I'm going to draft these players that I don't think are great, but they're going to blow up at the end of the year because a lot of best ball leagues too don't have ad drops. They don't have trades. Like it's, you're just drafting and done. So it's like, you have to project further in the future, but also you don't have to project week to week. So it's a whole different mm-hmm. game really. And right. and kind of what you said too, Travis, it hits on this too, where I, I'd much rather know someone's injured. Like I said before with CMC, I don't have to start that guy. Like that, that is a benefit, mm-hmm. right? It's like, it's, it's a psychological thing to be like, well, I'm definitely not starting CMC this week, but I can put him in my IR slot and go to the waivers and pick someone else up. Running backs are kind of a dime a dozen in fantasy. And I hate to say it because it's not quite true, but for the most part in my, in my oh, home keeper redraft leagues, I tend to focus on, on running backs early because those bell cows are hard to find. And then after that, it drops off quick. Mm-hmm. And then you can pick up guys like Alexander Madison and Tyrion Davis Price and hell, even Trey Sermon could get run this year. We don't know. So like go yeah. go risk flyers on those guys in the end of the end of the end of the bench and pick those guys up on waivers and think like running backs can show up. We saw it last year with Khalil Herbert, right? Like some of these players are just Tony Pollard is a guy. He's a backup, but he's getting tons of play. So I don't think mm-hmm. you need to worry as much about running backs. Go get the good guys early and then just wait. It's a hero yeah. already, is what I, you know, yeah, what, I, what's hero, yeah. One of the tips, if I had to say a tip of what I'm going to get into for this year, especially when it comes to those later rounds for the thing, uh, I'm in a tight end heavy, so they get a point and a half. So it's kind of like one of those things I want to focus on tight ends. But yeah, for cool. running backs, I look at those people like the Cook and the Zeke and the and the Taylor even. Even with that, I mean, who is yeah. behind those people that you can knock on, number one, and then just, just set them and just wait. And like – you can go halfway through the season with this guy, and he's not going to affect you because you have all these studs going through, just changing up. But if that happens, he's got it. And if nobody knows, then just don't draft him. But if you got people well, that are intelligent, pick up the smarter move. It's all about chess. Well, it's always yeah. about being ahead of the curve, too, right? Like you're hitting exactly. the nail on the head here it, with your last chess. with your last three picks. And I, I will say this to anybody till the cows come home: I'd rather have with my last three picks running backs than receivers. Right. Yeah. With receivers, like there's so many receivers. Like I'd rather have uh, Alexander Madison than a Paris Campbell or, you know, like pick anybody. So at that point. Last but it's I like I, those so running backs are so you can they're, they're plug and play on the NFL side. They're plug and play. And on fantasy, that's what you're looking for. Right. If Dalvin Cook, God forbid, Dalvin Cook gets hurt. Well, Alexander Madison is going to get 80 percent of that workload. Whereas if, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is out for six weeks, I don't think that we're going to see Marquise Brown get 80 percent of that workload. He's going to earn his own. But receivers, AJ it's a Green, whole baby. different game. Well, yeah. and that's that's another angle too. Like Rondale Moore, like what? Which one do I take? It mm-hmm. probably doesn't yeah, matter, to be honest. That's a great I'd point. rather take the running back and put that depth on my bench and not let someone else get a chance at him on waivers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'd rather stock that and kind of hoard that a little bit at the end of my drafts. That's where I go with running backs. Early, nothing late. That's what I tend to do. Well, speaking since you are the dynasty guy, speaking of Dalvin Cook, I wanted to kind of transition <sighs> here a little bit into um, Dalvin Cook's brother and kind of what the, what the dynasty, what your thoughts are on the dynasty value and the value of these, these rookie running backs coming in. 
So, man, this rookie class was brutal. And I know, uh, Eric, as someone in fantasy, I'm sure you can attest to this. This was not the best class for rookies. I mean, like, it just, it, it lived up to the non-hype, right? Like, yeah. there was so much, like, quiet hype on this. But, like, Brees Hall, I think, is legit. I think Brees Hall is the guy. But last year, we had five running backs that were the guy. And this year, we've got one and a half, if you want to count Kenneth Walker, like, which we don't know. Um, so, again, it's such a drop-off at running back this year. So, rookies, it's Brees Hall, and then it's kind of, like, whatever value you can find really. Um, yeah. I think in, in regular redraft leagues, I don't mind taking flyers on rookies because especially when we're drafting, usually in August, uh, we've got some information. We've got some training camps. We may have some preseason games, depending on when you draft and you might be able to see how they're utilizing players. Like for instance, Dalvin cook is probably not going to get a lot of run in the preseason. Why risk it? You know what I mean? Like right. Joe Mixon is probably going to get one series to knock rust off and that's it. Right. So, like, but it's not that watch those preseason games in the second quarter, not really the third, fourth, that gets a little murkier, but second quarter, you start to see how they want to run the offense and who they want to run it with. And you start to see things like Chris Evans, greater sign Samaj P. Ryan, right? You start to see things like trends that you're like, wait a minute. Well, we all hope so. Right. But right. I'm just using that as a Bengals example. But like, yeah. there are definitely times where it's like, well, there's the offense is clearly showing the OC is clearly showing they prefer this player to that player. And rookies generally are given that chance before middling vets, right? They want to see what their rookies got. And I think in, in fantasy, it's the same thing. And Eric, you might, you might agree with this. Like it just, I always like to take rookies that are unknown rather than the the known Marlon Mack, you know, like, or the known JD McKissick, like give me the flyer who has a lot of upside potential. Elijah Mitchell, prime case of that last year. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Elijah Mitchell didn't get drafted in a lot of leagues and got picked up after week one in one people season. So running backs are kind of weird. That's all I'm saying. Running, running backs are super weird. And just like Andrew said, I, it was a draft to forget, honestly. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got two names written down. That's Kenneth Walker and that's Brees Hall. Really, Brees Hall is the stable back. He, he's probably going to be a pretty good back this season. And Kenneth Walker, honestly, just based on how Seattle, the running back room looks, it's a flyer. It's a flyer pick. Yeah. You can't take Kenneth Walker and say, this is going to be my RB1 because you don't know how it's going to look. And we know what that running back room has looked like the past years. It's, you know, when um, uh, Chris Carson, and again, he's coming back off of an injury, but when Chris Carson and uh, Rashad Penny, it's kind of a running back by committee almost. Chris Carson did have yeah. the majority it's, of the carries, but, you know, it, it's tough. Is Carson him. coming back, though? We, yeah, I, mean, so I was just going to say, there's a question mark around that, too. Yeah, don't right? That neck injury was, was no joke, but uh, – well, and, and neck what? injuries are something in, in football too that is it's it's tough to really be like, come on, get back out there and play. Like, yeah. I don't know, he might never walk again. I kind of get it. Maybe you should take a seat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be upset about that. But you know, like toe injuries or like knee injuries at some point. You know, not ACLs, but like some of those others. You're like, oh, come on, you can play through this. Neck injuries, I kind of get it. So like, I'm not sure if Carson ever plays again. To be honest. Yeah. How, how have, much time do you guys still have? Do you still got a while? I got at least 30 more minutes. I'm not done yeah, with this got, beer, so we're good. Time, <laughs> I, got, I got some time. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was going to uh, just put a link out and people could jump in maybe one at a time and ask some fantasy football questions. Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, yeah. And be- while oh. we're doing that, I'll, I'll put it this way. If you want to ask a question, like ask it specific to your league. And this is the time to do that. And I, yeah. I, we have a, I have a podcast that we talk about. And one of the things that we do in there is find me a trade where we actually get people to submit their dynasty teams and we find a trade in their league. And I like doing it specifics. Now mm. there is some, there is some pro and con to this. Like who cares about your fantasy league, but at the same time, the topics we talk about can be applied to anyone. Right. So yeah. if you want to come on and ask us a question about, I don't know, pick a player. There is some value in that for everybody. If there's like, Hey, should I take so-and-so or so-and-so? I think there's a ton of value in that. 
and it also makes it a little easier for us to discuss it. I got. Right, we got Travis from. The, oh, Travis, with the first the, question. Uh, yes, Travis, yeah, go ahead. First, first question. <laughs> there was an argument on our group between who won this trade, so I just want to ask you between Ooh. the two people who won the trade. Love it. Devontae Adams and Hayden Hurst for Tyreek Hill and David Njoku. I mean, he just said specific to your league. Well, no, no, that's okay. Is it PPR? I'm yes. assuming. Okay. Is there any tight end premium? Pardon? Yes. Any tight end premium? Okay. It's my league, yes. Okay, okay. What yeah, do you yeah. think, Eric? I'll let you go first. Uh, who won that trade? Yeah. Who Which won side do you like? Yeah. Wait, okay, so they got Devontae Adams and who else? Hayden Hurst. Yep. I got to go with the Devontae Adams, man. Thanks. I know I got to go with it. I do. <laughs> well, so and, Devontae oh, I will get rid of Tyreek. I don't trust two at all, and I know Njoku with that. That was, I was in my opinion. Everybody would be fluffed up. I knew Hayden Hurst was coming in in the slot of that, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he's going to be the starting tight end. He's going to be doing well, and Deshaun might not play. So you got Njoku getting passes from who, and you got Devontae Adams. My God. So well, how so many Devontae, uh, Adams, Devontae Adams going back with Derek Carr, who he's got familiarity with. Tyreek Hill going to Tua, who oh, I don't know. Like, and he's second yeah. to Waddle. Like, I just Tua, I'm with you. Tua makes me curious or question mark. Tyreek gives me question mark. Give me Devontae Adams with a chip in his shoulder. I think he's got something to prove. So, hey guys, uh, just Dell had a question. <laughs> it was kind of a statement, but like, hey, a question as in, I would like to see a fantasy football show with Eric and Andrew. Question mark. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> might be I not might be a bad idea. Yeah. The Bengals yeah, fantasy. We can do it. Might be a good idea, man. We have hey, to talk fantasy about fro- it. Hey, think about Joe this. We can think about this. I know you're watching right now. Give just Eric a job. Guys, That's all I'm saying. If you guys have three until until we get some more, uh, I have a question for you guys. If you had to pick three quarterbacks that are sleepers. Uh, for mm. your league that could come up, and let's say that they are uh, the what, what was the what was the thing for the flex, the, the strong flex, super flex, super flex, oh, yeah. super flex, uh, super flex league. Three quarterbacks that you definitely should mm. try and pick up if you can, if it's an open draft. Who's who's the three quarterbacks that can really I'll, win? You? I'll pick three. I'll go quickly, and you can let me know if you want to get into them. But uh, Trevor Lawrence is a sleeper for me this year. I think that offense is going to look very different. Um, I do honestly think Ryan Tannehill is going to be good. I know a lot of people are giving him some crap because they just got rid of A.J. Brown. They brought in a rookie, but I think Tannehill puts it together. And then my third one, my deep sleeper, which I just drafted this guy in Scott Fishbowl as my QB3, Jared Goff for Detroit. Everybody's looking at Jared Goff like he's the ugly stepchild and nobody wants him. That offense is going to hum. I'm telling you. They got Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams, TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift. Everybody stays healthy. That offense is going to work. And Goff is going gallon. Well, and yeah, and Goff is going going so late in drafts that he's free, even in Superflex. So those are the three I would go. With. Yeah. Uh, All right. So my Eric, sleep. Yeah, Eric, you Can want you to answer that real quick? Yeah, no, I was wondering if you want to answer that quick before right. we get to these questions. Yeah, I'll go really quick, man. And my sleepers, I'll, I'll do really quick. Trevor Lawrence is one of mine, 100%. The second guy I got is Trey Lance. Uh, he's going to mm. be using his legs a lot, much like Jalen Hurts. And if you know anything about Jalen Hurts this year in fantasy, keep an eye on him. I think Trey Lance will have some huge production. Um, And then three, it's kind of a toss-up for me. Um, I don't know if I have a three. (laughs) So I'll just go my two. Yeah, I was going to say, I asked that just to see if you guys would say Trey Lance because I picked him up as well. All right. I was about to say, real (laughs) quick, I just wanted to 
I wanted to circle back to that. I've got two of them as well, and one of them nobody's going to like. But I really think Trubisky and and Mariota are two guys that in a super flex league that can potentially have some have some good weeks for you. Hundred hundred percent. All right, Hoss has been trying to ask this question. Yeah. Oh, oh if you could have not took it off there. <laughs> I can't rate the Bengals' defensive fantasy. Sorry for repeating, but never got to it. Go ahead, Eric. Ooh, I'll, so I like the Bengals' defense. I would say, uh, is it Haas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say don't hone in on drafting the Bengals' defense. If you get an opportunity to stream them from week to week, do that because that's what's going to pay you the most dividends. That's exactly my advice, yeah. Eric. It's like I wouldn't be drafting them. I don't think they're they're. Here's the twist too, and and I, you know this from fantasy. It's like poker. You got to play the room. Is someone in your league going to draft the Bengals? It's unlikely. You're right. I mean, like I don't think that. They're getting that much hype right now. Whether well, they're good or bad doesn't matter. It's whether they get hype. In the hype, Burrow right? Charity Fantasy League. That, oh, fair. <laughs> fair. No, your league. But, yeah. yeah. I, I love the idea of streaming the man. Derek, shut the fuck up! <laughs> He's helping I, out. I, 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 heard Dale, I heard Derek go, eh, and I was like, what are you doing? He's in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. He was agreeing with me. I, I like that. But, yeah, I think Bengals are a prime streaming candidate, honestly. Yeah. Like, they're one of those places, if you can get, like, and I hate to say this because we we hate the Ravens. I know I hate the Ravens, but like if you get the Ravens or something like that as your defense or the Steelers, something like that, you're like, I don't know if I feel, I don't like this, you know, like definitely not Steelers week one because they're facing the Bengals, but like, you know, drop and pick up the Bengals in week two. I don't, I don't hate that at all. Streaming a perfect option, but I don't want to reach on defense anyway, let alone the Bengals. I just don't think they're that stellar for fantasy yet, but defense is up in the air every year. You never know. Honestly, are you guys, are you guys the kind of people that would, um, that uh, when they you're in the draft, when it gets later in, probably around like nine, maybe ten, you go for that week one great setup right there, and then that's where your defense is, and then you're just going to stream for the rest of the year. I tend to not. I I, I don't really care about defense. I, and this is again, just everybody does it different. But if I'm in like a 16 round draft and I've got 10 starters and six bench, I'm just kind of pick numbers on this, right? I, and one of those starters is a defense. I'm probably still waiting till 13, 14, 15 to even bother. Like I'd, I'd rather have the eighth defense and the 30th running back than the first defense and the 60th running back. You know what I mean? Like and there's just such a difference there. I'd much rather wait on defense. Yeah. And knowing like, like you keep saying, knowing your league and knowing hmm. your rules and settings, if you don't have to draft one and yes. say your say your draft is the second week of preseason, don't draft a running back. Don't, or don't not running back. Don't draft a defense. Don't draft a kicker. Pick up a couple extra guys just in case somebody gets hurt and and you've got that that extra that extra guy to you know throw in there and then before week one happens pick a pick a de- defense up pick a kicker hundred percent love that strategy love that strategy I I got a question I, I'm just gonna keep throwing them out there real quick uh so a lot of people had the questions when it come to like Trevor or not Trevor uh Travis Kelsey last year like where mm. does he actually go because of how dominant he's been and such of that nature and you see the positions that you can really win in every week on this one position so since we're Bengals fans let's talk about uh good old Evan where do you think it's suitable to pick a kicker up and when do you pick Kevin up or not Kevin Evan not Kevin go ahead I'll let you go Eric you go first hey I love Evan McPherson. I'm a big Money Mac guy. I love sure. Evan McPherson. It's I true. draft him in real life. I draft him in Madden. In fantasy football, though, I do not. I don't take kickers. I I wait and I like sometimes I stream kickers, man. 
Now, I will say there this, it though. It is. It's my boy. Mike, you know, <laughs> look at that. I mean, the Mike was sold out for so long, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, man, I usually do not – I don't draft defense. I don't draft kickers sometimes. I want to build my depth out and then stream from there. Uh, if you can get back in the last round, take them. Uh, but here's the deal, man. They're likely in all fantasy leagues, maybe dynasty leagues, you'll see a run on kickers. But most of the time in PPR and stuff like that, there won't be a huge run on kickers. People will take a kicker here and there. So I kind of have pick of the litter, you know. They're going to take Justin Tucker. They're going to take the guys that are – up there that get points, but or Chris Boswell. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, I like Money Mac maybe last, you know, 11th round for me uh, for taking them, but I kind of stay away from kickers early. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll piggyback on that and say, again, know your league, right? Know how you want to do this. And ultimately, and I think Eric would totally agree with me on this, have fun with it, right? If you want, Evan, if you want Money Mac on your team, don't be afraid to reach for him in the eighth and the ninth. Who cares? Go have yep. fun, right? Like, honestly, the whole reason that I, I play this, I think the whole reason a lot of people play this is to have fun with our friends and to, like, talk trash and do all that. I'd much rather go down in flames with a team that I like than win with a team that I hate, right? Like, there, 100%. Now, granted, there are big money leagues and there's, you know, all these other players that play it for value and all, that's fine, that's fine. Most leagues are for fun. So if you like Money Mac, if you like Evan McPherson, go get your guy, man. Like, I'm not going to hate you for that. Like, that's, that's hey, the way to play it. Listen, I play to win. I'm just saying, look at all the all the fancy football trophies that I have behind me. You know, that's 100% the only reason I play. I seriously have never won a fantasy league my entire <laughs> career of fantasy. Not career, but, you know. But right here. I, I did oh, have I this one from 2006. Oh, there you go. Old school, 2006. It. I will say this. When I, fantasy <laughs> is like, it's super fun, man. And it's great to kind of stay around the game. I've I played fantasy for so long with just like fun purposes and having fun. I still have fun leagues out there. Yep. But my big money leagues that I'm in, that's like, you know, the pot's like two to three K. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I'm like looking at depth charts. I'm like looking on Twitter, look at searching people's names. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Just exactly. Stuff. But yeah, Which- I know, 100% right, man. Have fun with it. If you're in a big money league, take it, you know, definitely want to win. Right and, and and take a bit deeper deeper dive into it, but it's about fun at the end of the day. Even if you lose, you, it's not that big of a loss. I'll, you know? I'll put it out there this way too. Anybody that's listening, anybody that watches this later, if you have a draft, tweet me on at Twitter. You know, at me at Andrew Hall FF. You know, hey, should I take this guy or this guy? Right, like send me a DM. You know what I mean? Like I am all for that. Like, I think we're all in this together. I don't mind providing my opinion. I think a lot of times what what ends up happening too is. Eric, you probably have seen this too in your time on, on Twitter. It just gets to be a little bit more like me, me, me. I'm more like us, us, us. Like we're all in this yeah. together. Let's all have fun. Let's just, the, the more people that enjoy fantasy football, the better we all have, the better time we all have doing it, right? So like part of me is too is like, I do this as a distraction. Like this is not my full-time job. And even if it were, what that, that'd be a great full-time job. You know what I mean? Like what a fun mm-hmm. life. But like part of it is like, this is your distraction from reality. Go get your guy, man. Like no one's going to care. Like if you want to take Jamar Chase 101 and you lose, you did it. You did a fun thing. You lost 20 bucks yep. to your buddies. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like it's all for fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I I wanted to speak on a couple of things. I, I know um, I think Travis was, was talking about Travis Kelsey earlier and uh one of one of my thoughts was with with the rob gronkowski retiring quote unquote retiring for now we don't know 
I was just wondering your thoughts on the, the tight ends for, for Tampa Tom and all that, because I know Kate Otten or, or every time. Okay. Let me ask him. Every time somebody says Kate Otten, does anybody else think of Kate Upton? Because, yes. okay. Okay. It's not just me. I'm glad. <laughs> but what's your thought? What's your thoughts on Kate Otten and um, the Cameron Brait situation? Well, in all honesty, they just signed Kyle Rudolph. That makes it even crazier. Because oh yeah. I think it might be Kyle Rudolph. Like, I don't know. Yep. I feel like Kyle Rudolph could be the guy this year. But, yeah, that 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 tight end room is someone I'm avoiding. I've even got people that are asking me, should I draft Gronk in my 15th round in case he comes back in best ball specifically? It's like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, you're going for upside. Like, there's no better upside. He could just be playing us all and then, like, just wanting to skip the preseason. And then, like, Tuesday before week one, he's like, I'm signed. I'm back. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, it just it's going to blow everything up. I love it. Okay. Kevin, uh, we didn't we didn't bring you on just to uh, reveal to Andrew right. that he has a son named Kevin, but uh, <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, do you have a fantasy football question for our experts, Eric and Andrew? Yes, yes, yes. You know, uh, just today's just been a fun day for me sports wise because the Bengals got the oh. white tiger helmet. And then the Blue Jackets signed Patrick Lahaina. So, like, like, I am totally (laughs) hype and excited. Great Ohio sports day, anyways. But then that's another day. But anyways, um, where is Joe Burrow going? I got to give love to Joe Burrow. Super giga Chad, the great quarterback for our beloved Bengals. Where is he going? Where is he going? Who's? Well, you're saying where is he yeah, like where's he going in drafts? I mean, yeah. Eric, I'll let you start because I, I know I talked a little bit on the last one. Oh man. So honestly, it's gonna be tough to predict for me where Joe Burrow is going. Um well, where would you feel comfortable taking him? Maybe that's the question I was gonna answer. Like, where do I want to take him? Yeah, that's probably the question I would answer. I'd say Joe Burrow is see some sites I'm using, man. It, it has him in tier six. But you never – it all depends on the league that you're in and who yep. who's in your league, what kind of league are you in. Uh, that's going to be the that's gonna be the big thing there. So he's in Tier 6. They got Lamar Jackson in Tier 6. I don't know how accurate yep. that is. Okay, but I'm just telling you that's where he's at. So Joe could go in that range and probably at the end of Tier 6. So maybe fifth or sixth round, uh, maybe even, you know, seven at the beginning there. Well, I'll put it this way. Fantasy Pros has him in early fifth round. And it's like, in my head, I tend to look at Joe Burrow as one of those get your guys. And if I'm in the fourth round and I just don't like who's on the board, just give me Joe Burrow and I'll call it a day. You know what I mean? That's where I'm, that's where I go with it. Like, if I don't like who I'm choosing and I've got a two or three minute clock, got to make a gut decision, just, just give me, give me the guy I like and I'll move on. Like, I don't mind reaching for my guys. That's all. That's where I'm at. Absolutely. I think it also definitely depends on where you're at on the draft for that. If you're at the front or the back of that, if you're in the middle, that's kind of a different situation. But if you're in the front or in the back where you got a little little, little bit of ways, you kind of get a little more pushy with those certain picks that you mm-hmm. got. So yeah. then if you got if you to reach drove, a little, yep. yeah, I mean, <laughs> you get third and fourth then you're going to go around and you're like, oh, now I got a long time before I go back down. I'm at the end of the fifth now. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. I go, okay. What's up, Bangle Wit? How are you? Hey guys, honorary bro of the show. Do you have a a question for the boys here? No, I'm soaking up the knowledge because I was in Arrow's fantasy league last year. I've been in a league for the better part of like over a decade. It's the first (laughs) time I tanked. 
I had an <laughs> awful year last year. I picked last in a snake draft and I was off on my first pick and it was a ripple effect that I never recovered from. Oh yeah. I, there's the frequent, the frequent line. You can lose your, you can lose your league at the draft, but you can't win it. Like it does take, you have to pay attention to the waivers and trades and all this, but you can definitely do badly. And I'll put it this way. My wife has been in the fantasy league for her work for a couple of years that I kind of help her manage, but I always tell her like, no, no, it's your draft draft the players that you want. And she's in a one QB league and she drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round. And I was like, well, that's going to be a challenge for me. I like this like that. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, I go get your guy. She liked Aaron Rodgers. Like she's like, he's going to score a lot of points. And I'm like, he is going to score a lot of points. You're not wrong. Like, I, you know, but at the same time, like it, it definitely can make it, it can make it challenging to be like, all right, well, I messed that pick up. Right. So, but you live and you learn. And I'm sure you've learned from that. And now you know a little better maybe about what to do this time. I mean, I, it was an insult to my ego for sure. I've always Oof. been in like usually top two. I'm usually in the championship game in my leagues or top three. There's the culprit arrow. But, uh, <laughs> not last year. I don't need, I've even blacked it out. I don't know who I had on my roster. I, I was going to ask. Yeah. I want to scrub it from my memory. It was all bad. Yeah. I was so going to say. You only had an off. You're always good. You said, so you have one bad year. It's fine. You'll yeah. reboot. You're back. You're ready to get in for this coming drive. You're good. Exactly. I was going to say, see, I'm soaking in your this year. Yeah, this year you can lose the league in the draft and you can win the league in the draft because we are doing a best ball draft this year. So um, I did want to speak on that real quick before yeah. uh, before things happen and we, we hop off here. But yeah, we're, we're doing a best ball draft. We've got nine days left to get in your your $25 entry fee. All you got to do go to, uh, is a Joe Burrow the Appalachian, I can't remember. Somebody it's, find the website. It's Joe Burr Hunger Relief Fund, but it's up on Bengals, Bengals and yeah. Brews page. It's uh, I can put the link out again on there. Yeah, uh, you can literally type. You can literally type Joe Burr Joe Burrow Hunger, Hunger Relief Fund, Fund and, and Google, it'll take yep. you to that website. So twenty five dollar donation or more, twenty five dollars, you're in the league. So all you got to do is screenshot that you donated twenty five dollars to that fund, which is a great fund. Like. I am personally from 740, and I'm a teacher down here. We're mm-hmm. we, 740, like Athens is not Portsmouth and West Portsmouth mm-hmm. where I work at, but it is a very poor area. And there is kids that, like, without school, they don't have meals. Like, right. it's just a fact. Like, yeah. it's sad, and but this is one of the things that is helping it. And I feel passionate about it, and I'm glad that me and Derek are friends and that he does this for the third year. My first year being in this league, so same. So yeah, I mean it for sure. What you do, Derek? Yeah, I yeah, mean it for sure. This is one of those anything for charity. I'm a huge fan of, right? And this yeah. helps people that need it. I'm, I'm in there. Let's do this. So if you want to play in the league with me, come on in. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. And Andrew, I know you're a part of the Scott Fish Bowl. Yeah, Scott Fish is actually where I've got where I got this idea from because I know he. He started off, and I think, is he still doing the Toys for Tots and all that stuff? He is, yeah. So I'll okay. speak on that for a second, because I definitely wanted to give that yeah. a hot second. Yeah, so like, this is the 12th year of Scott Fishbowl. This year, they're up mm-hmm. to 3,000 teams, which is bonkers. Wow. Uh, they're playing on both Sleeper and My Fantasy League for the first time it's split. Um, but yeah, yeah so 3,000 players. And there's no entry fee. It's all for free. But what he does is he just recommends that you donate something to charity. Uh, there's a lot of group chats and DMs and things like that for different picks or different leagues or whatever. I actually got to draft live from Canton from the Hall of Fame, which was really cool. Uh, there was three of us, three leagues. Like, so hey, 36 subtle flex on that. Yeah, well, it's hey, subtle. Subtle, give me that subtle flex. <laughs> all right. All right. Hold on, Andrew. Let's, on. Here we go. 
Wouldn't be a Bengals and Bruins without a subtle flex. So yeah, I got to draft in the Hall of Fame, which is awesome. I'll be honest. And Bob Lung put mm-hmm. that together. Great guy. Um, but yeah, he puts everything to this. Uh, almost all of that money that they donate to Fantasy Cares goes to Toys for Tots, which again, I think is a terrific charity for this league because it, it ends up paying out at the time when fantasy is ending. Like Toys for Tots, all that, all that money goes to buy kids uh, toys for Christmas. Like, and, and again, speaking of what you were saying too, Dale, like there's a lot of kids out there that just don't get a Christmas, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I remember as a kid getting Christmas was like the biggest thing, like the best time of year. And there are kids out there that don't get to experience that. And so like donating to Toys for Tots helps so many kids with that. Yeah. And it's such a little thing. And there's obviously there's a million charities you can donate to and there's bigger problems in the world. But you know, like some people are like, why are we giving toys to kids when there's other things like just listen, it's it's not political. It's not picking a side like it's just kids need toys. We can all agree. Right. Like, it's one of those few things yeah. you're just like, kids love toys. Let's help kids. Like, how can that be wrong? It, it might spark something in them for their life to, when they grow up, to exactly. want to do the same thing, man. That, when it just makes them feel seed, loved. Exactly. That little makes seed feel grows, loved, you, know? you know, and, yeah. and love generates love. Like Goodberry said. No, we're not <laughs> right. talking about what Goodberry said. <laughs> Derek, that's a whole different. The seed's going to grow. Yeah, no. Well, I, I want to put it out this way, too. So we did our live draft in Canton, and there's a lot of different leagues out there that are a lot of different of these leagues that donate to specific charities, like you were saying, to, to Joe Burrow's charity or whatever. I know we just actually we had uh, on our Dynasty Junkies podcast last night. I don't know if anybody caught it, but we had Scott Fish on the podcast, actually, which is really cool. And we also had James Rode Rodriguez from Psych and from uh, Million Little Things. He's a big fantasy player. He's got a dynasty yeah, league that he's in with a bunch of really guy. good guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome guy. So yeah. he has a couple of charities that he likes to donate to. And so he put out in his league chat, he goes, every every Tennessee Titans player, because he's a Titans fan, every Tennessee Titans player that you guys draft, I'll donate donate a hundred dollars to this charity. And so there were players <laughs> getting drafted that made like Kyle Phillips, like made no sense to get drafted. They're like, I just want to donate a hundred bucks, you know? And it's yeah. James Roday's money. Like, who cares? But like that's right. part of the fun of this is like if you can make it like it's all for good reason it's all for yeah. a good cause so i love that you're doing this derek and i love that it's in its third year and i'm glad to be a part of it honestly like anything to help well, kids and, and help derek, derek pays out of pocket for like a jersey you know the winner oh, still yeah. gets a jersey like last well, year still, we did we did but, uh a yeah, jersey thanks. uh lfg since he donated a shirt um we and just a bunch just a big Bengals gift prize is what we did i think we we had a uh, fantasy we had a trophy and basically what i'll do is just every throughout the year i'll do like raffles and stuff like that to raise money so it's not not directly coming out of my pocket but it it is it's a labor it's a lot of effort yeah it's the same thing we do with this podcast like we put in a lot of money just to like just to get drunk (laughs) yeah just to enjoy ourselves but at the same point in time if we grow our podcast we're going. We there's things we want to do for charity. We don't want nothing out of this. Yeah, yeah. Dale no. says, "Do you love me? Because I love me." <laughs> <laughs> Derek, that's what you say. You are the to of this podcast. I love it. I, I love that. Well, oh, hey, I, I do want to say that's awesome about supporting the charities. Um, I look. I, I don't know what best ball is. I never played in that type of league, uh, so someone might have to coach me up on that. But, I got uh, you, Eric. You're going to love it. Hey, we can do a mock draft sometime because Derek, I had to do a mock draft with Derek because I said the same okay. thing. I've done one mock draft and I was like, oh, I get the concept now. It's all yeah. about the Andrew, draft. It's, so if, you wanna, if you got a quick explanation real quick, it's, yeah. it's actually pretty simple. 
Yeah, so I, I, again, I, I assume people knew, but you're right. We should definitely cover this. So best ball is is kind of what it implies. Like in golf, when you whoever gets the best ball, you play from that spot, right? So that's the thought mm-hmm. process in this, where it's like there's no lineups to set. So if you have, let's say you have one QB, two running backs, three receivers, and a tight end, just to pick oh. players, right? And you draft your team, but then it takes the top scoring quarterback is the one that goes in your starting lineup. The top two scoring running backs go in your running back slots. You don't have to make that decision. It takes the best possible spot. What? So there's no lineups. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, look at her. Yeah. No lineups. Your ten, no lineups. Instead of playing so he, with that, you're playing with your entire roster. Yep. You, Every you week. Dra- you draft one. Yeah. You draft 28 I'm players. In. I mean, and, and, yeah. You draft 28 players, and every week, the best of those players is what plays. Yep. Like so, yeah, I, I heard Andrew. Thanks, though. Well, <laughs> and the other thing that's nice about it, that. the other thing that's nice about it is there's no <laughs> trades, there's no waivers. Like you draft your team and you're done. Like for for management, you're out. How right? Many, how many people play a week? How many players are actually giving the points? So it's the same as a normal thing. So like again, if it's one QB, two two running backs, three receivers, like that's who your starting lineup is. Okay. Is the top scores get it? Right. With the thing about this, and this is why it makes the strategy. Hold on, different. I just mansplained Whitney. Whitney, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to mansplain. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to figure it out still myself. It's all right. Oh, hey, whatever you can- I was about to say, are we not going to discuss uh, Bengals, Whitney, RKO, and Dale? From the did, RKO, yeah. I was trying to move on because it was so harsh. I loved it. Yeah, I love it. You're exactly right. So is that what we're doing in your league this year, Arrow? Yeah. Best ball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. How easy is because it? Because I'm going to be 100% honest. This was totally because I am lazy. Yes. You know, it's it's because every you know we was we Dale, you can speak on it. We was literally. I don't want to say setting, nothing else. No, I'm just going to say we was setting in 158. Try, I'm I'm sitting there trying to set my lineup, and, and yeah. it's like almost every 60,000 fans are all doing the same thing at the same time. And I was just like, you know what? Next year is going to be a best ball. And as Andrew said before, you don't usually have service. I know they're supposed to upgrade exactly. it, but I'll believe it when I see it. Like, yeah. you can <laughs> actually, with that many people. Yeah, I, I love getting text messages in the first quarter. Where are you at for tailgating from three hours before? And I'm like, I'm at 158 now. Does that help? I don't know. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. like we're watching the game. I don't know. Like, so, yeah. 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 I, I'm like halfway home before I get any text from, like, all day. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, I know for the, the Raiders game, I lost my phone died at halftime and I got COVID from that game and I would not trade it for the world. Like that was totally worth it. <laughs> Give me COVID and a Bengals win over the Raiders yeah. in the playoffs. I will take it. And I wasn't again, you know, the joke too. like no one has ever texted about a Bengals win. And I'm like, me neither, because my phone died at halftime because I was living it up. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, just what a game, man. What a game. Oh, love yeah. It. I absolutely love that. Well, well, guys, I think we could talk fantasy football all freaking night if we really wanted to. But I know. Hey, let's do it again. Let's do it exactly. again. Exactly. We the can season. do it again. If you guys are down for it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Or oh, we'll yeah. come on, we'll come on with uh with Andrew and Eric on their fantasy football show. <laughs> <laughs> what, we, what we should do is right after our draft in Arrow's League, you guys come on and tell me how shitty my roster is and how bad <laughs> I did. So I was actually gonna recommend it. Great we should, draft. On. We should do this again before that draft or, or after. Yeah. yeah, which of us had like the best rosters according to you guys? It won't yeah. be me. I take like th- I'm like, bam, that player. Like, Derek, when we did that mock draft, did I and Travis, did I not pick in like half a second every time it came yeah. around to me? Yeah, 100%. yeah. See, but I was that's like, I'm not picks. gonna overthink this. I love it. I love it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, just choose with your heart. Just be like, who do I want? Yeah. That's who I want. Like, you just mm-hmm. go with it. 
Don't look recent. I tell you what, Andrew, I really wish we could have stuck with those teams that I picked on that draft because so help me God, <laughs> give me the trophy as it is right well, now. So but that's the awesome. value in mock drafting because now you're like, all right, do that again, right? And oh, it's like 100%. it's any, it's like anything else. Do the reps in the gym. Do the reps. Do yeah. the reps. Y'all better reps. not like hope I get that. But you're gonna get your heart broken over and over again if you're expecting certain <laughs> players to fall. Like. <laughs> yeah, that is and, that is tricky. Yeah. And real quick, McCaffrey again, man. Stay away from Christian McCaffrey, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I will. Stay away. I don't, Whitney, I don't know if you saw it real quick. Travis, pull up the video real quick if you drafted oh, McCaffrey two years ago. Oh, yeah, Whitney, you got to see it. <laughs> it was great. Oh, God. <laughs> I totally back, feel it. In the back story, I'll say it again one more time. I played for three years in fantasy football. The first year I got number – actually, first year I got a round one, number two. First person was Lamar Jackson off the board. I go, oh, my God, I get to pick Christian McCaffrey. Injury. I go, second year, I get 1-1, one, one, and I go. I, I think she would get it from the video, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> Play the video. I, I, you got to set it up. I got to let her know before she just No. He, he's injured a lot. I mean, so don't. explaining tonight. <laughs> don't mansplain to Whitney, Travis. That's. All right, here his- we go. Here we go. I would never. I would never. <laughs> I'm doing fine. <laughs> Second fucking year. Christian McCaffrey's injured. <laughs> that is the best. That's the best oh, video. man. Hey, oh, send that, guys. Welcome to trauma. Send that uh, to Andrew, and he can he can share that on his dynasty. Oh, but, I will. I will for sure. I will retweet the heck out of that. That is brilliant. Because honestly, that is every fantasy manager ever last year. Like, yeah. I'm fine. You know what? <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of a funny funny story about. Uh, oh. And shout out um, Matthew Barry because oh. I know he he just retired. Is it? Did he retire? Or he's not he retired. Just... He's leaving ESPN, but he's going to fantasy life is what everybody thinks. So he's okay. going to his own company. So he's not done. Okay. But yeah, shout out Matthew Berry and, and his, uh, his little, little breakdown that he had when they was talking about. Oh yeah. Um, he's had a bunch was... of rants like that. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> glorious. So funny. Yeah. It's I Chase can't even Ed... remember the player that it was now. It, it's it was killing Chase me. Edmonds or no, it was, um, no, it was somebody God. from the 49ers. Um, I, guys, we can talk this yeah, all night. Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert, that's who it was. That's I, who saw, I saw Eric's drink yeah. got dry. I'm sure Andrew was all the talking. He's going, you know, all the knowledge. He's getting close. Yeah, the track is getting done. <laughs> oh, I forgot he's got the whole bottle. I hey, I'm up, I'm up for an after dark doing an actual draft. I don't think game. you want to do a whole bottle tonight, Eric. That's I. I'm, I'm just helping you out from the side there. I'll fall asleep right here. I'll fall asleep right here. He I was going to say this. Said, I can talk fantasy all night. Watch me. <laughs> this this isn't brimming horn metery, so I didn't kill a whole bottle this time. This, but hey, Eric's about to pull a Clark Harris, and I love it. I love <laughs> it. I got this bottle. We ain't stopping until it's gone. That's do a compliment. It, Eric. it was done. <laughs> oh, I love it. But no, but yeah, hey, thank guys, you guys so much for joining us. Real yeah, quick, sure. Andrew. Uh, Eric, both of you guys. If Eric, so you start first. Let's talk about everything you got going on. Yeah, um, not much. You can follow me on Twitter at just Eric uh, <laughs> underscore. And then uh, I I got a deal going with uh, all twenty two. The platform powered nice. by uh, PFF. <laughs> Still waiting on that free stuff, Travis and I. <laughs> hey man, I actually have two spots left in my league. Shoot me a there DM. You go. Um, I still have like 20 memberships left. So shoot me a DM. 
Um, so all tweets by PFF is a new fantasy fl- uh, football platform, essentially for uh, dynasty leagues. So that's an awesome thing to check out. But um, yeah, I'll see you all at the tailgate. I'm so glad that you guys had me on tonight, and uh, looking forward to seeing you all in person. Let's do it again, too. Let's do it again. Whenever you want me back, I'll come back. Hey, you guys all going to be at the back together thing on the on the thirtieth? Planning on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I won't be there because I'm in DC, ah. but I will be there game one. And game you guys one. got to get. You guys got to get docs on the show, man. I played college ball with them. So. <laughs> hey, dude, he got added to a live event. I was going to have you on with him. Yeah, man. Like, yeah he oh, said, man. he said, hey, I got this live event thing. But you know what? He was grilling steaks last time. Thing I saw, uh, come so. on, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. That's what, I'm going to have to hit him up. Yeah, look. Hey, that's a good way to get someone back on the show. You some bitch. You said you come home, but you were grilling safe, spending time with your family. What the I fuck? Did, I wanted to mention. I don't it. think I that's a way to get somebody I, back on the show, Derek. I oh had god! Down on the TV right there, and he just did a front flip off the rope and everything. He took the Usos mm-hmm. off. You, you're telling me he's on TV right now and he's not on here with us? How dare you? Hey, hey, clip that and send it to him, Dale. But Andrew, Andrew, what 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 all you got going on? Oh yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Andrew Hall FF. Uh, obviously, I, I write for Fantasy Pros at Fantasy Pros. I, I put my stuff out on Twitter all the time. Uh, you can find me on every Thursday. Not every Thursday. We kind of we have four co-hosts that we have that we kind of cycle through for Dynasty Junkies at Dynasty Junkies. Come follow us on there too. We talk a lot about Dynasty theory and the, like the deeper you know methodology of fantasy, and it's a really good time. We have a ton of good guests that we got on. Uh, so go check that out. But like I said earlier, like hit me up, send me a DM, tag me in posts. Like I'm trying my best to be as engaging as I can, as much as I can. If you got questions, I'm here to answer them. Uh, we're all in this together. And honestly, like the more Bengals fans that win fantasy titles, the happier I may I am. So anybody from the yeah. Bengals and Brews viewer, let's go win some titles for the Bengals. We got a lot of good Bengals in fantasy right now. This is like prime Bengals fantasy combo season. I'm, I'm in for it. So yeah, anybody who wants to have help, let me know. I'll help you out. I love that, guys. Well, it's been a it's been a privilege. Well, Whitney, Whitney, yeah, we got Whitney. What? Yeah, yeah Whitney, what you got going let her, on? Let her introduce. Oh, <laughs> plug your stuff. I feel like I'm always here, though. That's why <laughs> I was kind of like Whitney's been here like every other week, dog. I She's mean, your I, like third I, or fourth I, host. I, I, that's yeah. my name on she Twitter, is. and then I'm with Tigers Talk Pod, the all female Bengals podcast. Are you starting oh. another pod? Is that? Not, it's in the works. No. I don't want I don't want to talk about it. No, okay. All right. That's a tease for everybody. I like it. Oh, Stay tuned. Well, guys, with a very big name person <laughs> in Bengals community. Let's do it. I like it. Thanks for I having me on there, guys. I'll, I'll let it happen, I guess. Guys, it's been a privilege talking fantasy football with you boys. And I and and you're honoring as well. Oh, shut the fuck up. I hate your guts, dude.